Research Studios. This is Analytics and Eyeballs, brought to you by Top Golf. At every Top Golf, it's about fun, climate control bays, increased safety measures with your choice of games, as well as our sports bar and restaurant. See your local Top Golf or go to topgolf.com. Summer skates, shower shoes, and koozies customized for yourself or your entire team. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos from coast to coast and beyond. Wherever you need to be, Caesars has a destination that suits your style. Chet's Pizza, with six different styles of pizza, eight different types of crust. To go with all of our fresh toppings, you can let your pizza cravings run wild. Peterson Toyota, earning the trust of our loyal customers at 4455 South College Avenue in Fort Collins every day. 50 years. Metro by T-Mobile. Go to MetroByTMobile.com to find your perfect plan, all of which come with the power of T-Mobile's 5G network. M-Drive. Our boost and burn is especially designed to help you get active, get lean, and burn fat. Get yours at MDriveForMen.com. Liberty University. Strengthen your faith and your game at Liberty.edu. Koreans and Sweets. Find out why we say our home is your home. Visit us at DruryHotels.com. And by Jesse Ray's Barbecue. Award-winning barbecue for your next catered event, concert at Allegiant Stadium, or at the restaurant at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. Analytics and eyeballs from the Summer Skate Studios is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy. Welcome in, hockey fans. It's Monday night, which means it is time for analytics and eyeballs. Scott Strandy with you tonight from a very warm Labor Day uh, in Denver, Colorado. My co-host is always Paul Hornstein joining us from Long Island, New York, where uh, I'm guessing the palatial estate has cooled off a little bit. How are things, Paul? Oh, who's got a palatial estate? Because I certainly don't. <laughs> Are you sure you're not talking about just, your house? Cause just checking. I, I don't, you can check all you want. I, I'm in the basement. Okay. Well, that's good. Then you're in your right spot. And uh, it was kind of an overcast day today. I, the sun kind of went in and out. And, uh, it was kind of a gloomy day to match everybody's mood. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Well, tomorrow, I, I, everything starts all over for you again. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Everybody in a gloomy mood. <laughs> You're back to getting up at 4.30 in the morning again. I don't want to oh, do that. Yuck. That doesn't even no sound kidding. like fun. I'm having no. a hard time at 7. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Nirvana. Uh, analytics and eyeballs means we're talking what we, our eyes see and tell us and what the numbers tell us. And I thought tonight would be a really good night, uh, since it's Labor Day, to talk about the guys that put in a lot of labor, and that's the goaltenders of our NCAA hockey programs. Um, Most teams with three on the roster, there's one at Air Force that I saw has four. Yeah, well, yeah. Frank, Gordon goaltenders again. Well, yeah, I guess, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Um, there's a definite pecking order though. It's not like, uh, um, it's not like some of these other teams where there's, where it's up for grabs, so to speak. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll get into all that as we go. But so I was thinking maybe we just go through the teams and we talk about the goaltenders, what we know and what we expect maybe, and, um, kind of just move on from there. You got better idea? (laughs) <laughs> well, yeah, I think this needs to be talked about first. I mean, um, you know, we didn't get it in last night because we didn't you know, get we anything in last night. <laughs> well, you know, listen, love you, I love you. <laughs> listen, I, I would guarantee a thousand percent that anybody that listens to us on a regular basis would rather listen to Coach Zombo anyway. So. <laughs> Uh, not listening to us is, is a good thing for them. So, um, well, let's hope not because we've done 600 hours of podcasting and we hope people like to listen to us. <laughs> well, they probably like listening to you. Me, I just blather, but that's neither anyway. Here nor there. 
So tell um, us what you have. You've got news from the NCAA, which anytime that happens, it's big news. Well, is it bigger than you, your Bulldogs naming their athletic director? Is it bigger um, than that? I don't know. Probably. Probably. You sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Maybe not to me and the Bulldogs alum, but, you know, um, we're not going to hoard the show for uh, UMD hockey tonight. We're going to talk. Uh, uh, well, that would be a first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, go just, on. Tell well, us, yeah, tell just, us who just it was. so you know, just yeah, Forrest Carr, who was at uh, Fairbanks in Northern Michigan for various periods of time, is now your Bulldog athletic director. So we got that out of the way. And the former Bulldog athletic director came right here to Denver with me, Josh yeah. Burlow. Yep. See, so it's it, it, they're actually all Love just it. following you. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Can you blame um, them, though, really? When you think about it, can you no, blame them? No, I, I can't. Listen, you okay. know. So, listen, you know, somebody's got to follow you and pick up the rose petals that they throw at your feet every day. So, <laughs> something like that. So, uh, but, um, uh, no, the, the NCAA, you know, did its job for once and came out with transfer rules that were, that were pretty much, um, that were organized and kind of, gave everybody an idea what's going on. Uh, I think the only exception to what goes on is, is, is football because there's two recruiting periods, but you know, this is not a football show. So, um, thank God for that. Well, yeah. So the the first (laughs) thing is, uh, and they're all, and they're all connected is, um, you have 60 days to enter the portal. Okay, both for men's and women's Which hockey. they needed to do, by the way. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Get it, like I said, get it organized. You have 60 days from the day after the selection show, if I'm reading this correctly. Okay. Not the, not the Frozen Four, but... But the NCAA selection show, the teams correct. that are getting into the tournament. Right. So the day after they named the 16 teams in the men's tournament and the 11 teams in the women's tournament, um, teams that I assume that are not in the tournament, and, and I'm not 100% sure if this gets extended in any way for teams, for players whose teams are in the tournament. But for now, it's a standardized 60 day window. And let's face it, 60 days is enough time to make that decision whether you're going to the championship game of the Frozen Four or not. So, um, But you have 60 days after the day of the selection show. Um, there are also apparently exceptions for the following reasons. Uh, if you're, you get a coaching change, the head coach leaves. Or, and this is something that doesn't really get talked about with college sports, uh, if you have your aid reduced, canceled, or not renewed. Okay. So if you transfer to school X, and school X after that year says, uh, we're cutting your scholarship in half, you can re-enter the portal if I'm reading that correctly. Yeah, that would make sense. Okay. Um also, if you take a transfer, if that player was getting a full scholarship, you have to give him a full scholarship. Ooh, that's interesting. Okay. Um, basically, uh, as it says, uh, students who transfer will get have their guaranteed, their financial aid guaranteed at their next school through graduation. Hmm. So. Interesting. I like it. So that's um, so that's an interesting little tidbit there, and uh, listen, this is something that they had to figure out. Of course, it is. It's, it was getting out of hand. Okay, way out of hand. Um, well, let's face it. I mean, they acted on this faster. Than, uh, the transfer portal on they acted faster on than the NILs, which yeah, they well, still haven't done. Yeah, that's way out of hand. That'll never well, be reined back in. Well, it will be eventually. But the problem is they had a chance to do it before it went into effect and got out of hand. 
they had a chance to do something about it and said, eh, we'll skip it. Well, here's the thing with the NLIs. Uh, they really don't apply that much to hockey. Uh, they pretty much apply to football, basketball. Um, I mean, who's throwing out big dollars to hockey Nobody, players? but... Let's fill the building first. No, I understand that, but it's still all part of the same equation. Right. Yeah, I know. I know. You know, who, who's that. to say that, you know, will it... Is it going to happen often? No. But that doesn't mean it can't happen. Yep. Good point. You know, somebody could be a well-heeled booster of school Z and be like, I want that guy to come here. And I'm going to go up to uh, player A and say, so how much is it going to take you to leave? Right? It only has to happen once, right? Sure. Before uh, it happens in other places. Now, that would be bad for college hockey because we already know that some places have financial advantages <laughs> some over others. Yeah. There, okay. there's, a, and, there's a few that have a lot of financial advantages right. over and, and, a lot of others. And it's not as widespread as it is, say, in football or basketball. No, not even close. But So, um, so but uh, that is a, a good job ish i mean the way they worked it out is good <laughs> i like the way you sidestepped that it's good a good job ish <laughs> well only because because the screwed it up it only bad. took them three years to do this <laughs> or more i don't know probably about three more three years to do this i mean geez come on <laughs> now they are gonna you know i guess after a while they'll review it to see if they need to make any adjustments but at least they did it Yep. At least yep. it's now uh, standardized and formalized and everybody knows what's going on. There's no, you know, you can't do it in the middle of the season. I think it's been done at some point in the middle of seasons the last few years, but now you can't do that. Yep. Good stuff. So, okay. Got anything else from the NCAA that we need to get in? Um. No, I'm but I, listen, I'm sure if we dug we could find something. I mean <laughs> Well, I'm not I'm you not know, asking teams, you to dig for something. I oh. want to talk about our goaltenders. We all right, well, you know, teams are on the plus goaltenders to talk about. Teams are on the ice now, so that's always good, you know, as we talked about with Coach Zombo last night. Yeah, and Peter Menino's still taking naps in the in the meeting room. That's what it looks like, doesn't it? <laughs> Peter, well, if you're listening. Love well, you, listen. If he's listening, he could he can say, yeah, "Hey, well, this is what happened." He'll he could, chime he in. Hop in. Yeah, I have no problems with that. He said it was just a smirk for Jerry because he knew that Jerry was taking uh, pictures. Uh-huh. Listen, uh, could uh-huh. be. I don't. I I wasn't yeah. there. I don't know. Yep, I got this oceanfront property just outside of my place in Phoenix. Well, I don't he, doubt he that. He wants to get that. I don't um, doubt be, that. Be happy to work with him on that too. So. <laughs> I, I guess we can do this one of two ways. I mean, we we talked to Coach Zombo last night, so if we want to do Lindenwood first and just kind of quickly, yeah, that's that's what I was going to say. Let's let's go to Lindenwood first since they're the newest NCAA team in our coverage area. Anyway, well, it's just a, we also just talked about it last night, right? So. Right. So let's let's talk about what he's got coming in. Um, I'll uh, I'll read them off, and then you can give us what you know or what you've researched about them. Um, we'll start with the uh, the returner, if you will, Trent Burnham, the uh, the goaltender from Eagles Eagle Rivers, Alaska, um, and the Sioux Falls Stampede is uh, the returner. He's a sophomore. Um, I think Coach uh, told us last night that he's his goaltender, kind of in waiting. Yeah, um, I mean, listen, going to get some experience and and let the other guys maybe duke it out. But who who knows? Maybe Trent I, I, wins the job. Maybe, maybe. I, I, I think the one place, if you're starting basically six first-year defensemen, yeah, you can't start basically a first-year NCAA goal. You just can't. It, it's, it, you know. Uh, Coach Zombo, if, if you're listening, was, Paul just made your goaltender decision much easier. You, this, not, you if, now you know, have two. 
this, this <laughs> with with all due respect to Mr. Burnham, he's, it's not Ken Dryden. Yeah, right. <laughs> or Dryden McKay. Well, yeah, or Dryden McKay. So yeah, that's a very <laughs> nice segue by you. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> I knew I'd and, get no and, argument from you on that either. <laughs> you know, well, considering that that's why he got that's how he got his name. So how are those uh, uh, purple and gold pom poms and the T-shirts and all the things that are hanging up? Well, you know, my, listen, he's moving Mavericks on, you know. He yeah, moved I know. On to yep, and he'll he'll be okay in October. He got yep. screwed, but you know, hey. Um, <laughs> But you know, like I said, we're since they are basically going to be starting six young defensemen, very young defensemen, um, and very inexperienced and young. Yeah, well, I mean, four of them are freshmen. Four out of right. the seven on his roster are freshmen. So, right, and two of them are sophomores who uh, played ACHA last year. So. Um, they don't even have the 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 edge of being older, right? You know. Um, well, we're talking. It's going to be an adjustment. Let's what? go to goaltenders. <laughs> well, I understand that, but that that's why the odds are he's going to go with the experienced goalies. Um, you know, the numbers are, are relatively. <laughs> Ronnie Salmakangas, the grad transfer from Ferris you know, State. From Ferris State, and, and Matt Ladd is from uh, Canisius. Another um, grad student transfer, which is a smart move on Coach Zombo's part. Well, right, get so, some veteran experience that have been around. One one from Finland, one from New York. You know where Getzville is? Not anywhere where people live, that's for sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, maybe it's Buffalo. I don't know. It's, uh, but I'm just, just know, asking. Uh, yeah, I, I listen, I don't have – the New York State map in my head, like, like you have the Minnesota map. Oh yeah, head. well that Minnesota map is ingrained. You know, um, <laughs> but the the numbers are similar. There's uh, that's why I think he's gonna, the, you know, the coach said he's gonna rotate. So, uh, which is a great way to start, especially when you see that schedule of his. Oh well, yeah. I mean, we talked about that last night, right? And and you know that the goalie could have a great game and still give up five goals. Oh, especially yeah. at the start of the season, or six goals with that. Ask what happened in Denver last year. Well, yeah, I mean that's that's basically what it comes down to is, you know, you you want a guy that's got some experience and got some experience in different leagues and different situations, and 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 kind of not ruin the psyche of his goalie of the future. Yep, good stuff. So, so that's kind of the Lindenwood story uh, in a nutshell. We talked, like you said, we talked about it last, uh, last night quite a bit. So if you want to go back and listen to last night's podcast, you certainly can and get and Coach Zombo's opinion. And should. Yeah, absolutely. And should Download if you it. listen to it already. Yeah, yeah. let's get over 30,000 downloads here pretty soon. I'm, uh, so, I'm tired of this 29-something. Yeah, it'll uh, happen soon enough. Okay. So uh, that's the story with the Lindenwood Lions. Um, let's go up to Alaska, Paul. Let's right. start with that. Let's go to Anchorage because we're going to have the uh, associate head coach on, Trevor Stewart, next Monday at this time. So let's go up and see what uh, the Seawolves have put together in goal. Well, if you sit there and, and, and you look at their, their roster of goalies, you know, uh, they're, they're probably going to depend very heavy uh, this year on uh, Joey Lamroux. Who transferred in from St. Cloud? Um, he has been around a while. hasn't got a lot of playing time behind David Rennick. Nobody did. Well, that's <laughs> you know, um, but he's going to get a chance to play now. Um, you know, uh, and and he probably will take a brunt of the load early. Uh, their other goalie on, is is a freshman by the name of Jared Whale out of Calgary. Oh, I love that um, name, Jared. Oh, Whale. yeah, it's a, yeah, <laughs> and he's wearing green as you know all whalers should. So, um, but uh, I mean that. I mean yeah, that's what you should expect out of the Anchorage goalies. I mean, you're not giving much credit to Nolan Kent, the grad student from Northern Michigan. Uh, I'm I'm getting there. I'm getting. Okay. There. <laughs> I'm getting there. 
I just, you know, you're just sitting here and, and you want to just kind of, you know, get your situation. Uh, they'll, they'll probably, they'll probably, you know, you know, just kind of, uh, you know, probably rotate that too in the beginning. We'll see how they're doing up in camp. You know. Uh, well, let me let me tell you this. He also played two seasons at Spruce Grove. Well, yeah. Does that ring a bell? Well, yeah. Isn't that uh, where the Pashniks went? And, and Tyler. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you know, they're bring once again. They're kind of in a. They're not quite as uh, over the. You know the. As, as new as Lindenwood because obviously they have some players with some experience in the at the NCAA level. It, you know what I noticed, Paul, about both of these teams so far? I'm Their goaltender's size is 6-1 or, or under, if I'm not mistaken. Well, listen, I... You well, we're going to get, a, and, and I'll get to the point in a minute when we, or a few minutes when we get to it. But right. um, you and I have talked about goaltender styles and what coaches like in goaltenders. And um, we know what coach powers at Arizona state likes in goaltenders. We'll get to that. But yeah. uh, I was just surprised that these goaltenders were um, not the biggest of statue. Can we put it that way? <sighs> Listen, once again, I, you know, stop the puck. You know, just <laughs> yeah. stop the puck. It doesn't matter. I mean, uh, if you could stop the puck, you stop the puck. But, uh, you know, I, I've been questioning this whole, what side, I mean, if you're going down on your knees, what the heck's the difference? I don't, don't really know. Don't go there. Don't go there. Well, I don't care. I mean, you're, you're, you're taking away your athletic. You're taking away your athletic ability. Right, but here's the deal: if you're six foot six and you go down, there's an awful lot of upper body to cover the upper part of the net versus if you're five nine and go down. A six six goaltender can cover a lot more net, even from his knees, than a five nine goaltender can. I don't know if I agree from his with knees. that. You don't think so? Do you want me to take a picture for you? <laughs> I, I, Just to, look at the again, upper bodies. Oh my goodness! Uh, one, you know that depends. Uh, it, it, not everybody is the same size from the waist up, or the same size from the waist down. Right, but there's a big difference between five nine and six six. You can't, you can't make that up. There's nobody that's got that kind of body type. No, they would be. Uh, no, you want to talk, uh, listen. Five nine and six five. Yeah, but. Five eleven and no, six two. No. That's not what I'm talking about. But I'm talking about, and we might as well just say it right now. Arizona State's got three goaltenders. Two of them are six five, right? And maybe six six by the time they leave Arizona State. Maybe. So there is a difference um, in body style, and even even TJ uh, Semptonfelter told me about told me about. Um, the differences that, that he's been working with those taller goaltenders on how do they do something versus how he does something. And well, he's not a short individual. No, he's no, no. just uh, not six, five. I, I, I understand that. And listen, if you have two guys with the same exact ability, of course you want the guy that's taller and, and bigger because he's going to cover more net, but that doesn't make them equal. You no, know, no, and and, and 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 I'm just sitting here, and 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 and, I, and I'll have the argument, and and maybe it's a losing argument because I'm just me, and I'm not sitting here with the computer, and and I'm not sitting there uh, on the ice, and I'm not, you know, breaking down the goaltenders in terms of, uh, you know, X factor and Y factor and Z factor, but. <laughs> You know, not until it, tomorrow when school starts again, then you can have somebody do that for you. I guess, but uh, t- t- I mean, <laughs> just 
you know, why, once again, you're taking away the stick. You're taking away the athletic ability. You're taking away movement. And, and I'm not saying a goalie should never go down, but, I, I mean, geez. So, uh, so I'll sit here and argue that being 6'6 is nice if you can do it, but that doesn't make you the better goalie. Peter Menino, um, you want to chime in whenever you want. Chris Mayotte, feel up, feel up to chiming in if you'd like, guys. <laughs> you know, anyway. I mean, <laughs> so I'm that just, kind of breaks down what um, uh, Anchorage is uh, is looking to do. Along, you know, and I want to just quickly bounce off of their roster since we talked a little bit about the roster of uh, of Lindenwood. Um, the, the guys that, that the Seawolves have, I just don't think they're going to be as bad as people think they're going to be for coming back. I think they'll be much more competitive. Just I know some of the names of these guys, and I've seen some of them play, and um, they, they can play hockey. So don't be well, surprised if uh, some of these guys, um, the Seawolves, challenge some people this year. Well, listen. I, I really expect this to be when it when it comes to our friends up there in Anchorage. Uh, I I expect it to kind of be more along the lines of what happened in Fairbanks last year. You know, these guys have never played together, and as the coach said last night, you can practice certain things, but you can't replicate conditions nope you certainly cannot so you'll get i am sure uh they probably they might struggle a bit early in the season until they get a feel for each other until they get to a position where uh, you know it becomes instinctual as opposed to that quick moment of thought which you know, at this level makes a difference. But once again, a lot of freshmen. Um, you, you know, there's a chunk of transfers because you need to do that because you can't have play a team of all freshmen. Uh, let me throw out a couple of names that stood out to me. Carson Kosabud, the former Arizona State uh, player that never really got an opportunity uh, from Moorhead, Minnesota. And then Ben Almquist, the uh, junior transfer from the University of Minnesota, Duluth is a player that never really got the opportunity uh, with the Bulldogs either. And then I like this one. Um, Maximilian Helgeson, the Anchorage kid, is uh, played at Linderwood and is now back home um, in Anchorage. So kudos for bringing back uh, an Anchorage kid. That That's a pretty stellar deal as well. And, of course, the final one i got to mention, uh, my good friend Alex Gomez, who I had a chance to get together with a few times, from right here in Parker, Colorado, and played at the uh, New Mexico Ice Wolves last year. Parker, go get them. I know you got what it takes. Uh, I think they started, those guys started their season. Did I just call him Parker? (laughs) He's from Parker. He's from Parker. (laughs) Alex, go get him, Alex. Yeah, like I said, I think um, uh, the the Ice Wolves started their season tonight. uh, Well, the Rhinos played two scrimmages. Um, this weekend, Saturday after Saturday night and Sunday afternoon. Yeah, so, so I mean, like they're, anyway. obviously they're going to start soon. So yep. if they haven't already. So yep, without a doubt, in their uh, the third week of September, they will all gather at the uh, Super Rink in Blaine, Minnesota, to do their uh, kickoff of the season, their jamboree or whatever they nice. call it up there. So nice. yeah, that's One going day. on. Okay, so let's uh, let's jump over to Fairbanks. And we'll do that. Then we'll come back and we'll uh, dig into the Colorado College, Air Force, Denver, and uh, Arizona State. Um, what do you know about Fairbanks? I saw Fairbanks last year, and I really liked the play of Daniel Allen, A-L-L-I-N. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. He's I, a sophomore I, this year, and I think he, I, he really gained some experience last year. Well, I, I think – that this is a situation where he's going to go into the season. Uh, he backed up, uh, oh, what the heck's the kid's name? Um, uh, the kid that transferred. Kids. The yeah. kid that transferred, the Swedish yep. kid. Yep. Um, uh, 
going to kill me there. You know. Well, we'll we'll think of it. But there are other yeah. two goaltenders, uh, a senior so, from Holy Cross, Radomski, who is very good. Yeah, I just, I mean. And then the freshman that they brought in from uh, Finland, who, uh, again, is bringing a little size. He's 6'3", 210. Right. Well, I, I think you'll see that uh, uh, the, 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 the battle will come down between uh, Allen, who got some playing time. Uh, Gringles. Gringles. Yeah. Gustav yep. Gringles. Um, you know, he'll, he'll battle with, um, you know, for, for playing time, at least at the beginning of the season, uh, with Radomski, with Radomski, got a little bit of, uh, familiar, you know, a little bit familiarity with the team in terms of having been there last year, you know, and And another uh, great hockey name, Paul and Lassie Lethe. The finish. So. Uh, you know, I'm already targeting guys that I want to interview, and I'll tell you, Lassie is going to be right at the top of my list. Oh, I'm sure that, that uh, <laughs> there'll be lots of them. along with along with this super sophomore forward, the five foot nine, hundred and seventy five pound Brady Risk man. Oh man, he caught my eye every time I watched them play last year, and I cannot wait to sit down with him. And let's not forget, they got a grad transfer from. Uh, University of Minnesota and one Johnny Sorensen, who is a really, really solid hockey player. Well, I'm sure he'll provide them with some leadership and, and you know, some more experience. I mean, they, they're not, you know, last year helped them a lot. In the second half of the season, they were they were much better uh, in terms of win-losses. But they were competitive all season. Oh, you know, they were pesky yeah, They were more season. than competitive at the end. <laughs> yeah, you know, as, as I, as, yeah, as I told you, you know, early on, I said that team's going to fight every, you know, every minute of every game, and they did. They 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 took some people by surprise. Um, I don't know if they'll be able to do that this year. Uh, I think people will be a little more ready. They won't, them, but, but I don't know if they need to because I well, got a feeling they're going to be coming out uh, great guns, and I think they'll do. Uh, I think they'll be more competitive and deeper this year, even so they won't have to rely on a fight. If you will, they'll be able to rely on their their game and playing their style. Yeah, I, like I said, I I, I think that uh, you know, unlike Lindenwood and, and and Anchorage, they'll have that advantage of having that one year in. So, okay, so let's do this. Let's take a quick break and let's come back and let's hit the uh, the reset button and let's go through uh, the national champions. Arizona State with the new building, Colorado College with no transfers, and uh, Air Force with Frank Saratori. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes, folks. Really, JR, you think you can still do this? I'm focused. You're way too old to hit that target from there. I've been listening to everything you said. It's been running through my head, locked and low. Ask any hockey player in the desert southwest, and they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. Now you can show off your game and style with summer skates. Officially licensed summer skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Phil Kessel, your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available, too, for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice? Our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable. Show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates. You can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. I can't wait to get to Las Vegas and check out the fortress. Going to see the Golden Knights? No. Stopping at Jesse Ray's Barbecue for lunch. Oh, that fortress. That combination of brisket, hot links, fries, mac and cheese, surrounded by offensive ribs. 
I'm in. Exactly. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, located at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard, right behind the Mandalay Bay Hotel. Check out their pulled pork, smoked chicken, or the fall off the bone baby back ribs. Jesse Ray's Barbecue has been voted the best barbecue in Las Vegas two years running. So whether it's a midday meal or a pregame feast, head to Jesse Ray's Barbecue for all their award-winning tastes. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. In the Summer Skate Studios, this is Analytics and Eyeballs. All right, welcome back in, hockey fans. Indeed it is Analytics and Eyeballs. It's our Monday night podcast scott strandy with you from denver colorado tonight my co-host is always paul hornstein joining us from long island new york uh one less than one day now just a few hours before he'll be um returning back to the school days you're welcome yeah thanks <laughs> make sure this room keep reminding me yeah that'll be good yeah. <laughs> uh. Uh, okay uh, we got through and, the and, and by the way I, I i let's 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 uh, <laughs> it, it, it's not the work that i dread it's the drive yes <laughs> just in case anybody was wondering uh, it, it, <laughs> okay it's not let's, the actual uh, job let, let's venture over to air force because okay. uh uh, the goaltending guru there, Frank Saratori, and you'll notice this thing for the most part. Almost every NCAA coach has got some tie to goaltending because uh, they're the smartest guys. Let's just be honest. Wow. Sorry, Rick. <laughs> Sorry, Rick. <laughs> He'll be coming after me with a with yes, a high stick, be. probably. Yes, he will be. Little check <laughs> but, behind, uh, very nice. As I said, Frank likes to uh, hoard goaltenders, and uh, he's got four on his roster currently. Two of them, Paul, are from uh, Colorado. Uh, Austin Park, the uh, senior goaltender from Highlands Ranch. Not yeah. far from where I'm at. And yeah. Maison Balboa, a Colorado Springs, Colorado junior goaltender who uh, played for your favorite team, I understand, the Shreveport Mudbugs. Love that. Love that. One of these days we got to get down there and and and. and... <laughs> You get just some, want a T-shirt. Yeah, get so some swag want. from there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, yeah, I, 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 listen. Could Park see some playing time? Probably. I, I don't think this goaltending situation is as varied as the other schools. I think this is the one place where. It is more than likely there's a clear cut number one. Wearing number one? You know, um, Guy Blessing was the backup to Alex Schilling last year. I, I Could it change? Yeah, I mean, it could. But I, I, I think this is the one place where I, I would be shocked if in 36 games, Blessing doesn't get 30 of them. Yeah, I would agree with you. He's, he, he showed Maybe out pretty 28. well when, when he did get his opportunities last year. He did look good. Yeah, so, um, you know, I, I like I said, I think this is the one place that it's clear cut. So, um, I, I don't think that, um, you know, and I, I did forget the freshman goaltender Aaron Randazzo as well, the Alexandria, Minnesota product. How could I forget a Minnesota kid? Um, anyway, uh, so they they actually have a freshman, a sophomore, a junior, and a senior. What you say? Whoa. Yeah, Frank Frank is stacking them up uh, <laughs> as need be. 
uh, at the Air Force Academy in the Falcons. Well, you know, that, I mean, that's not a shock there either. Um, and once again, 6'2 is the biggest. Uh, I'm sorry, 6'3, and God bless him. So they have a 6'3, a 6'2. They have a, uh, let's see here, a six foot, and they have a 5'11. So again, not overwhelming size in net for Air Force, but uh, as we know at the Air Force, Frank teaches them how to stop the puck. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, um, it's 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 a situation where, you know, the, the problem is whether this guy, you know, even if it's, you know, blessing is expected, you got to follow Alex Schilling. And I don't know how easy that is going to be to do. It's not easy for anybody, trust me. <laughs> You know, <laughs> on or off the ice, I might add. <laughs> yeah, well, he was the captain too, and you know, you know, yeah. you see it in college. I mean, it's not unusual. It's not outlandish. Uh, they don't do it in the NHL because I don't think they're allowed, but it does happen in 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 college a bit. So. Okay, so uh, that kind of wraps us up with uh, what's going on at Air Force. So um, let's get Arizona State out of the way, and then let's move in, and we'll finish up with Denver and CC, if that's okay with you. That's uh, it's fine. Uh, so I had a chance to see Arizona State, as I've talked about a few times. Right. Um, and I was intrigued, Paul, by their goaltenders. Obviously, I talked to TJ Semptonfelter. Um, I also uh, had a chance to uh, watch Gibson Homer and watch Ben Cross, and the pictures I took uh, are standouts. Um, Gibson Homer, 6'5", 209. Ben Cross, 6'5", 195. TJ Semptonfelter, um, 6'1", and 190. So uh, Coach Powers, as we know, likes the big goaltender. I, I think that this is going to be a situation – or it's a situation where there's probably the most varied uh, context of the seven teams. You have the returner in Ben Cross, who, you know, had his moments last year. Yep. You have the freshman in Gibson Homer from the national development team. And Chicago of the USHL. And the, and the Chicago Steel. And you have TJ Semptonfelter, who comes in from Northeastern, who all he did last year was win a bean pot. Oh, that's it. That's all he did. <laughs> um, and he took very much advantage of his opportunities when they were given to him. Because he didn't get a lot. Right. You know, he, you know, he was stuck behind one of the best goalies in college hockey last year in Devin Levi. And Mike Richter award winner. Yes. Not the, uh, uh, the, the, the Hobie Baker winner, but he won the Richter award there. Um, you know, he had a bean pot save percentage of over 97%. Yeah. Usually gets it. That's crazy. That's it. I mean, that, think about that for a minute. And you know, it's, if, if, if you're a long time college hockey fan, and even I, before we started doing this and, 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 you know, and I would follow things much, you know, when I wasn't following things as close, I knew what the bean pot was. And I, and I knew the pressure of the bean pot. And it is a big time. That is, uh, I mean, yes, it's, 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 it's Boston centric, but that tournament's been going on for what? 95 forever 150 years something like that forever um and and usually the four teams that play in that are extremely good hockey teams that are usually very highly ranked when they yeah i mean um it, it it's not a crazy situation where you could see the worst ranked team in that tournament say like be the 15th ranked team in the country exactly you know, exactly. that's, you know, um, and, and that tournament 
gets as much coverage in Boston as anything else all year round. Yep. You know, and it should. It's earned it. No, obviously, it it is the biggest in season tournament. And you know the 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 you know so you're always playing you know that it's it they're both you know all four of those teams are rivals. Well, this this I think, Paul. Uh, I think we know there's a there's a pretty much clear cut number one here in T.J. Semptonfelter. Um, ben That's Cross the way will I would challenge him, and I think Gibson will will be the guy that'll gain some experience and be the guy down the road. Um, so you got a senior, a sophomore, and a freshman. Uh, again, um, the uh, Frank Serratori School of Goaltending, where you bring in a few different aged guys. Right, so I, you I, always have one to build on. Right, and I, and I and I said this, you know, earlier a couple of weeks ago that I, I thought that Semton Felter would get the first crack at winning the job. Yeah, I mean, you, you didn't go get him to put him on the bench. Let's put it right, that way. So. Uh, so yeah, so I think that the thing that stood out to me was uh, the talent of all three, but also the size of two of them. Um, and like I said, TJ was telling me when I interviewed him that. Um, he, he was talking to the other two, Gibson and Ben, and asking them, you know, how do you play a certain style? How do you play this shot um, with your size? And uh, I think that's going to help. I think it's going to help all three of them, actually, that they're that, that close and sharing ideas. But uh, TJ is another uh, goaltender that likes to play the puck. And we know from what Joey Decord told us that that's a big thing. If you can get uh, up to a defenseman, to the other defenseman, and out of the zone, just like that, bing, 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 that makes a big difference. So uh, I'm, I'm excited to see what Arizona State brings. Uh, the one thing that scares me, and I've been saying this all along, is the start of the season. That is a brutal, brutal four-game stretch. And, uh, man, you don't want to come out of that 0-4. You just do not. So the guys are going to have to be ready and geared up and fired up to, uh, to get things done in Duluth and Bemidji, Minnesota, I might add. <laughs> okay, let's go. Uh, let's go over to uh, our good friends down in Colorado Springs and the Colorado College Tigers. Chris Mayad and his group, um, as we saw today, uh, all of them on the ice, all of them, everyone. So that was kind of cool. Um, but uh, take us through what uh, the Tigers have, Paul. You're mute. <laughs> Oh, maybe I should unmute myself. Yeah, yeah unmute um, yourself. You're going to talk. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure there's lots of people that think I should mute myself. But um, <laughs> this is going to be the most interesting one in terms of wa- watching and seeing what Coach Mayotte does. Because this is the one case where you have the senior and the freshman. Yep. You have the freshman that has the accolades and the experienced senior that's got the trust of his teammates. Not that Caden Embarico won't have it or doesn't have it or won't earn it. But here's a battle-tested Matt Vernon. You and know. give Matt Vernon a heck of a lot of credit because he went through a lot of adversity at his time at uh, CC, and he hung in there a lot like uh, the captain, the graduate student coming back, and Brian Yoon, who said, you know, we've been through this stuff now, and now we're ready. We think we're ready to win, and I want to be a part of it. And I think Matt Vernon said the same thing. I, I'll ask him when I see him, but um, he, he's shown some real, real – tenacity in uh, hanging in a goaltender's position um and and he's not just going to throw that that position away no, to, no this is the this is this is this is what i this is to me is the most interesting battle um because of the contrast um i i, I think just because that's what coaches do that matt vernon It'll be his net to start. 
you know, unless Embarico just blows everybody away. He has the capability of doing that. Okay, absolutely he can. But, you know, once again, even, you know, Embarico's been battle-tested, the World Juniors, but Matt Vernon's got three or four years of the NCHC. And that's not Whistling Dixie. No. No. You are absolutely correct. And, and let's not forget Jake Begley is there as well, the, the junior goaltender. Um, yeah. I, and not, another I'm not Minnesota, trying to, I'm not trying to yeah, of course. I'm not trying to disrespect Jake <laughs> at all. I'm, I'm not trying to do that. But the, the realistic thing, the realistic battle, to me, is Vernon and Embarico. Yeah, it's going to be a good competition. And you, you know, got some goaltenders in the room. We talked about Chris Mayout. We talked about Peter Menino. Right. Um, there's some goaltending eyeballs. Uh, like the way I brought it back to analytics and eyeballs. I do, I do, I do. There's um, some goaltending eyeballs in that coach's room. So, like I said, um, I'm not trying to knock Begley, but the realist says that that's, you know, uh, Vernon and Embarico. Yep, good and, stuff. Okay. And, you know, will it go back and forth? Now, by the way, everything we say, of course, all balances on health. Of course. Absolutely. You know, what well, we have to say it just so people understand. But yep. it, all, it, exactly. it all balances on health, obviously. So that leads us to the NCAA national champions, the defending national champions, in um, their three goaltenders. Um, <laughs> I'm having a hard. I'm not laughing at that. I'm having a hard time getting to the goaltenders because I just keep staring at this roster and I go like, they've been. They maybe got stronger, um, if that's possible, from their NCAA team. I mean, th- these players that they have on that roster are just scary. Absolutely well, scary. Are. I mean, <sighs> yeah, but Paul, I'm I'm four lines deep. I can't champions. find a weak spot. They're the defending national champions. The, the weak spot they have is you can't win every game. Mm. <laughs> anyway, uh, the goaltenders at Denver, six foot five Magnus Krona, who we know really came into his own again for the second time in his career there. Um, uh, then, of course, Junior Jack Caruso, the St. Louis, Missouri product. And the guy that I think is going to be just stellar if he gets the opportunity to play, and that's Matt Davis. You know how I raved about him last year. I think Matty is uh, is set to uh, to be a star goaltender. He just has to get a chance to get the net. Yeah, well, and I don't know if he's going to get it. That's kind of the issue here, isn't it? That is the issue. <laughs> that I mean, is the issue. I mean... You know, he, he, he did play some last year. But, you know, uh, Coach Carl pushed Magnus Krona all season long. And Krona was not as good early as, as expected. But kind of rounded into shape as the, as the postseason rolled around and did his thing. Well, it, it happened and, before the postseason. He went into a streak where he had three or four shutouts in a row. Well, that's and, what I'm saying. As the season went on, and he, you know, yeah. he ran, yeah. Um, and, and I think what coach was trying to get him to do was be consistent like that. Certainly right. not shut out every opponent, but just be more focused. And you saw that in the NCAA tournament. Actually, from the, the time they lost in the frozen faceoff until the time they won the national championship, he might have been their best player, and that's saying something on that roster. Well, here's what I think happens. I I, I think Krona is still obviously the clear-cut number one here. But I think you will see, or you could see, um, where Matt Davis gets a few more games than he did last year. You know, in, in, instead of, you know, he, he played 
he made four starts last year. Um, and, you know, maybe he makes six to eight starts this year. Depending on how the schedule breaks down and, 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 and how the team is reacting. You know, every, even, you know, even, you know, I mean, not everybody's Joey Decord. No, nope, they're not going to play 77 or 78 straight games. Right. So. <laughs> um, That's ridiculous, by the way. It, yeah, which it was. I mean, <laughs> but. Um, and let's face it. it, it with, with ASU had tons of backups. In 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 on, under, you know, behind Joey, but he was clearly. And the Paul. Guy. He had a year of eligibility left. I know, I know, I get it. <laughs> when he left, um, I know um, that many games he could have had over a hundred games in a row. Games, yeah, um, <laughs> uh, but I don't think the, the 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 gap in the backups. You know, and like I said, you know, Matt Davis, uh, kind of almost like T.J. Semptonfelter last year, played very well in his starts. Yep. Just the other guy was just, you know, just you couldn't get him out of the net. <laughs> um, you know, especially as, like I said, as, towards as the season went on, Magnus Krona got better and better. And, you know, was more like the Magnus Krona that was around as a freshman. So that's pretty hard to take that guy out of the net. Yeah, you're right. Um, I, as I look through this Denver roster, and I think we have to talk about it here in a couple of minutes, but oh my goodness, I told you the, the best player that I saw at development camp was Aiden Thompson. Uh, smart kid, too. He wears my number, number seven. Uh, so way to go, Aiden. Go uh, there. I appreciate that, Aiden. <laughs> and um, it, I'm going to put it out there right now. I know there's a lot of expectations on a lot of road to go. But if there's a Hobie Baker coming to Denver in the next four years, it's going to go to Aiden Thompson. That kid is that good and that raw and that much that can be improved on. If he's that good already and he can be molded by that coaching staff at the University of Denver, look out because um, I've seen a lot of really good players. I saw a lot of good players at the NJEC, and he was uh, he was the guy that the camera gravitated to every time he was on the ice. Not just because he was the center, but because he did things at the center position that a lot of people couldn't do. And I'm talking guys like Logan Cooley. I'm talking about uh, Matthew Nyes. I'm talking about player after player after player. Aiden Thompson will be a very good hockey player from the great city of Fort Collins, Colorado. Um, and then you look at, you know, the, the two guys that they, or two of the guys they picked up out of the portal and Tristan Bros. And uh, Casey Dornbach, oh my goodness! You add those two forwards to your already stacked forward line. Yeah, well. Oh I my mean, goodness! The rich Come get on. richer. It's not. Yeah, it's just almost not fair. And this kid Tyler Haskins, freshman from Rochester, Minnesota, another great Minnesotan, um, <sighs> is going to be really, really good as well. And and then you look at Kent Anderson. <laughs> a defenseman coming in from Calgary to join that defensive core, which includes Mike Benning coming back for another year and uh, Shai Booyam and uh, my, uh, my Sean Barron's dude that I just you. love watching play. Um, I mean, <laughs> where in the world are you going to find a weak spot in this lineup? The only thing that's going to stop this team is injuries. And knock on wood, that never happens. Oh, but never. Justin Lee is back. Um, and he's a solid, solid defenseman. I mean, it's just, it's just a, just, just a overwhelming load of riches. Uh, well, listen, you know, uh, they'll, they're, they're, they're not that I want to give anything away here, but I mean, uh, if you're not picking them to start the season at number one, then you're just not paying attention. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you're biased one yeah. of the two I mean and, and listen we we don't do the, the rankings right away because I'd like to see teams play a few games first 
yeah. But, How do you rank them on paper? But yeah, I agree. You know, and you want to say that my going into this thinking that Denver will be in the top spot to begin with, really, that doesn't take a genius. <laughs> so. And they they are forward heavy when you look at their roster too, and their and their defensemen are very good. But there are two defensemen uh, coming in, and that's uh, Kent Anderson, as I mentioned earlier, as well as um, uh, Lucas Olvested from Sweden. The Swedish yeah, well, defenseman. so well, well, first of all, Barons and 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 William are probably going to play about twenty five minutes a game. Well, so, I don't know because you got Benning and Kyle Mayhew. And they'll probably get another twenty to twenty-one minutes a game. Yeah, they'll be you know, that, they'll be the top. You know, four. the third no pair of defensemen. You know, they'll they'll play. <laughs> you know, um, and obviously score will dictate how much they play. Right. But you're going to get a heavy dose of that top four. You know, without a doubt, especially without a doubt. In conference play. Yep, I totally agree with you. Okay, I think we covered the goaltenders pretty well. It's appropriate, I think, on Labor Day because those are the backstops. Those are the guys that make or break your team. I don't care unless you're scoring six or seven goals a night. Yeah, uh, still, it's usually come down to the goaltenders. Even with that, you still got to yep. have goaltending. So, so I think that was a that was a fun run through. Um, we'll we'll talk a little more about the the teams. Uh, later on uh, as things continue to build here. But uh, I thought for tonight, it was a good, uh, a good topic. Your thoughts. Well, listen, I, I, like I said at the beginning, lots of different scenarios for, for most of these teams. You, you, you have teams where there's a no doubt. Number one, um, where the gap between one and two is, is, is much bigger than you think other places where there are, uh, a clear-cut number one, but that gap between one and two is not that large. And then you have other places where, theoretically, it's a scramble. Exactly. So Very well done. You know, you have it all covered there. All right. Take it away, my friend. From the Summer Skate Studios, Analytics and Eyeballs, brought to you by Jurians and Suites. Jory Plaza, Lake Buena Vista, the newest official Disney World hotel, is booking now for stays starting this October at DruryHotels.com. Buy summer skates. Whether you use your own name and number or that of your favorite player, show off your game and style with personalized shower shoes and koozies. See SummerSkates.com for more information. Buy Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com. No one knows goalies needs better than we do. See the website for our Three Valley locations and more. Liberty University, strengthen your faith and your game at the premier ACHA M1 program on the East Coast at liberty.edu. Jesse Ray's Barbecue at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas in our new location at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson where our food can be summed up in one word, perfection. By M-Drive, supplements to fuel and refine your drive at mdriveformen.com. Peterson Toyota. Our staff at 4455 South College Avenue in Fort Collins works hard to make sure you get the right car that fits your needs, new or pre-owned. Jets Pizza, more than just great pizza, you'll love our wings, sidekicks, and more. Find the location near you at JetsPizza.com. And by Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, where the action is, from the Atlantic to the Pacific and around the world. Analytics and eyeballs in all of the Ice Time Hockey West Podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app. Available for download at the iTunes Store, Podbean, Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, on the TuneIn app, wherever you get your podcasts from. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcasts. Analytics and eyeballs from the Summer Skate Studios is a part of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com network. Very well done, my friend. I will... uh... I'll let everybody know again. I hope you enjoyed it. But uh, if you did and your friends didn't, make sure that they uh, download the podcast. It's available on all major outlets. And um, tomorrow night, Paul and I will be back with another College Hockey West Live. It's our Tuesday night show. It's where it all started. It's a staple. Wednesday, Paul, I'm working on uh, getting the uh, Oklahoma representatives on. 
because nice. they're going to be the first team to open their season. And I may just be there Friday night to see Oklahoma and Alabama and the ACHA ranks uh, as uh, the Sooners open their 20th season as a hockey program. And they have a new coach, and they are working towards becoming a force in what's already a very powerful Western Collegiate Hockey League. So lots of good stuff coming up. And, of course, next week, um, Stephen Marsh and myself will be camped out in San Jose, California. So we have the AHL rookie tournament six teams one building um three games a day for three days all right we'll say good night with little roger klein the peacemakers hello new day good night everybody good night